Well, good morning, Mechanicsville. How are you doing this morning? This is Don Curtis. And there's another wonderful, spectacular, marvelous day that God has made for you and for me. Yet you and I might rejoice in it and be exceedingly glad, and we're just excited about it. Yes, we are. Yeah, good morning to you. Yeah, we have new listeners in Washington, Virginia. Good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Indianapolis, Indiana. Good morning to you. New listeners in Waldorf, Maryland. Top of the morning to you. New listening, Karishu. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, Germany, but good morning, Germany. Good morning to you. Karishu, Germany. Ennis, Montana. Good morning to you. Charlottesville, Virginia. Good morning. Yeah, listening, La Plata, Maryland. Good morning to you. New Baltimore, Michigan. Good morning to you. Yeah, Washington, D.C. Good morning to you. Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Good morning. Loves us like that, and we are so grateful and thankful. Yes, we are. Yeah, good morning, Mississippi. Good morning to you. We have new listeners in Mississippi. Good morning. Yeah, listeners in Texas. Good morning to you. The great state of California. Good morning. Yeah, Missouri. Top of the morning to you. WBRFM family radio members. Wackenberry, England. Good morning to you. And the rest of the United Kingdom. Good morning. Yeah, Illinois. Good morning to you. Iowa. Good morning. Good morning, Minnesota. Good morning to you. Good morning, Tennessee. Yeah, good morning, Oregon. Colorado, good morning to you. Kiev, Ukraine, good morning to you. Lagley Beach, Florida, good morning to you. Jacksonville, Florida, good morning. Orlando, Florida, good morning to you. Miami, good morning. North Carolina, good morning to you. Alabama, good morning. Good morning, Ohio. Yeah, good morning, Ireland. Good morning to you. Singapore, good morning. Good morning, Spain. Good morning to you. Australia, good morning. What kind of love is this, Canada? Good morning to you. Yeah, Netherlands, top of the morning to you. Belgium, good morning. Good morning, India. South Africa, good morning to you. Good morning, Vietnam. Yeah, good morning, Russia. Good morning to you. Good morning, Cayman Islands. Good morning to you. France, top of the morning to you. Yeah, Italy, good morning. Armenia, good morning to you. Brazil, good morning to you. Yeah, Oklahoma, good morning. Wisconsin, good morning to you. Montana, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Massachusetts. Good morning, South Dakota. New Jersey, good morning to you. Michigan, good morning. Louisiana, good morning to you. What manner of love is this? 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 What manner of
morning, Idaho. Good morning to you, Nebraska. Good morning, Oklahoma. Good morning to you. Yeah, what man of love is this that God has uh, for you and for me? <laughs> In fact, the Apostle Paul said, Behold, what man of love God has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons and daughters of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be. Mm-hmm. And so we just give God thanks uh, for a great uh, new day today. Uh, we had an exciting uh, weekend. Uh, Sunday we celebrated uh, 20 years of Christ's church uh, being together, and we just had a great fellowship uh, uh, with persons who have been a part of us down through the years, and and we just had a great time together. It was family. It, it was the way we had envisioned and had uh, focus on Christ's church. Uh, even the name, uh, we wanted to, to be an example of the body of Christ, of how uh, God loves us and how he fashions us and molds us. And even though we have all kinds of differences and varieties among us, as a body does, uh, yet we are still one together. And we can learn and know how to love each other in the same way that uh, Christ has loved us. In fact, Jesus said this is the only way in which you can give evidence of the fact that you uh, his disciples, the fact that you belong to him, the fact that I belong to him, the only evidence that you and I can produce, and we really don't produce as ourselves, but it's the evidence that's in us, and that is how we love one another. Isn't that amazing? That the true evidence of your conversion, the true evidence of you being a child of God, you being born again, of you being a, a real, genuine, sure-enough Christian uh, wherein Christ lives uh, is not by your devotions to God, it's not by your praise and worship of God, uh, it's not by your giving towards God, it's not all the good works that you might do in His name, uh, uh, but rather it's by our love one for another. Mm -hmm. There's something special about us, there's something special about our relating to each other uh, that is just foundational. I mean, it is, it is the real evidence of our relationship with God. And that's a great barometer for each one of us to stop and give some consideration to. That our devotion to God, how often we in church and whatever we might do in the name of a church or whatever, really means absolutely nothing if we're not loving one another. That's what it, it really is all about. It is about your love for other folk. It's about your love for those around you. It's your love that we have one for another. Jesus, this is the only way that you or anybody will really know that you are my disciples. Not because you can flash out a membership card. It's not because you have a membership number. It's not because you have a, a tithing or giving or whatever kind of envelope you might use. Uh, it's not because uh, your name is on some church roll. It's not because you are attending that church or any other church on a regular basis. It's not because you're a Sunday school teacher. It's not because you're a pastor or preacher. 
It's not because of any titles that you and I might have. That's not the criteria at all. In fact, a lot of people will be deceived and fooled thinking that things are okay because they do all that stuff, because they are a Sunday school teacher, because they are a pastor, because they are an evangelist, because they do teach and preach, because they do give, because they are at church every single Sunday. They they will be convinced that, hey, I'm doing okay. It's these other people out here who we can't get to come, who we can't get to give and whatnot. That's, that's, those are the ones we need to be concerned about. And Jesus comes along and clears the air. And I'm so grateful and thankful for Christ. I'm so, I am just blown away by him and how he just comes in and clears all the smoke out of the room, gets rid of all the pollutants, mm-hmm. all the ones that are, seen and unseen he just moves it all out of the way and he says look by this shall all men know <clears throat> mm-hmm. that you are my disciples by the love that you have one for another mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and that gets rid of all kinds of divisions it gets rid of all kinds of of uh, envies get rid of all kinds of splits and all kinds of walls all kinds of attitudes it gets rid of all kinds of stuff that we might think we're doing in the name of God. It gets rid of all of that, and it boils right down to, hey, how are you getting along with your next-door neighbor? How are you getting along with your spouse? How are you getting along with your kids? How are you getting along with those people that come to your fellowship, whatever it might be or whatever it might be called? Mm-hmm. How you get along with them? <laughs> uh, it's it's got to be more than just kind of putting up with each other. It's, it's more than that. But it's got to be agape love. In fact, Jesus said, I want you to understand this. This is a new commandment that I've given to you. And this commandment is that you love one another, not just any old way, not according to your standards or your denomination standards or your church's standards or your little small group standard. No, by this standard. He said you are to love one another as I have loved you. Yeah, he laid down his life. He was a means by which God could reconcile you and me and the whole world uh, to himself. He didn't come to condemn, didn't come to judge at all. He come to do one thing, to seek and to save that which lost, to give a real manifestation, real evidence of what the Father was like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he came to love his enemy. That's why he could tell you and me. Yeah, love your enemies. He said, bless them that curse you. That's what he says to do. It's not optional. It's just the evidence that you're showing up for real, that you've really been born of God's spirit rather than some other spirit. Because in the spirit of God, that's what he does. He blesses those that curse him. Yeah, he he, he do good to all. He lets his sun shine on the just and the unjust. He lets it rain on those that are for him and those that are against him. He has absolutely no respect of persons at all. What about you? What about me? Mm-hmm. That's the criteria. That, that is the evidence that you and I have been born again, born of the Spirit of God. And so Sunday was just such a marvelous time together because we had time to share with each other, to, to speak to each other. Over the uh, over Zoom, over the internet, and that sort of thing, and it was just a great time of fellowship and 
it was the evidence that our focus, our desire to be an example of the body of Christ, to be family, not just in word only, uh, but indeed, and after 20 years, <laughs> yeah, joy on people's faces, mm, sparkling their eyes, and when they hadn't seen each other, hadn't seen some for years and whatnot, that still that tie was there, still that relationship was there, still that love was there. And it was just such a magnificent uh, thing to behold, to really grab hold of. And so we're, we were just so excited. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, we said to each other, you know, when, when this uh, virus thing is over with and we can uh, get back together again face-to-face, -face, we're going to be looking forward to that, just a time of breaking bread together and celebrating, fellowshipping together in a way that we had never done for quite some time. In fact, it was just a marvel that uh, really our love for each other had grown over these 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It really had, even though God opened up doors for many of us, uh, many persons to uh, to be in other parts of the body, doing other things in the body, that that didn't anyway stop. It, it really increased our love and patience with each other. And you know something, after 20 years, uh, all of us had matured <laughs> and had grown up in Christ. Mm-hmm. And the babes that we may have been 20 years ago, we were no longer that, and so... It was just such a marvelous uh, joy. And I, th I thank God for uh, the persons there at Christ Church because even though I've, I've been the pastor of it since the very beginning, uh, I recognize and know and understand the gifts that are among us. And uh, I don't need to be in charge. I don't have to give my approval uh, at all because it's not Don's church. It's Christ's church. And we have been focused on living that out. And so uh, those who planned uh, our celebration uh, this past Sunday, I didn't really know or understand all of what was going on behind the scenes. I did not know what the order of service was going to be. All I had done was just ask uh, a certain, uh, in fact, our pastor, Pew, to, to just uh, handle that. And, and that's exactly what, uh, what she did. Mm-hmm. And it was just such uh, an amazing uh, thing, uh, uh, her ministry for outreach and that sort of thing. But anyway, uh, she made all the contacts, uh, did all the coordination. It was just fantastic and marvelous uh, to see how um, to see how the Lord moved and how He provided that. And so it was just uh, such a fantastic thing. I was just surprised by it all. I didn't know that all the different contacts had been made, but I was just so excited about it. And one of the things that they mentioned was that when we started off uh, our fellowship some 20 years ago, uh, there was a theme song that we uh, played every every Sunday morning, every time we came together. It was God Loves People More Than Anything. Mm -hmm. And that was the title of our podcast uh, sharing today is that God loves people more than anything. It's just so absolutely true. In fact, uh, one of the prophets was just kind of blown away when he said, what is man that you would even be mindful of him? Or the son of man, you would visit him. <laughs> yeah, you crowned him with glory and honor, made him a little lord in the angels. What, 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 what is it about man that you would even be mindful of us at all? 
And of course, the answer is that God loves people more than anything. He loves you, loves me more than anything. And the song goes on and says he would rather die than let them go. Mm-hmm. He'd rather die than let you go. He would rather die than let me go. And this is, 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 is more of an introduction and opening up of our understanding of God's great love that he has towards us. This agape love that God has towards you and towards me. That you are special in his eyes. That you mean a great deal to him. In fact, Jesus, remember in one of his teachings, he asks uh, this question. He said, what will a man do in exchange for his soul? What would you give? What would you take? And in exchange for your soul, if you were to gain the whole wide world and lose your soul in the process, he said, what, what would that profit you? And he really was beginning to direct our attention to just how valuable you and I are in God's eyes. Not, we're not concerned about what somebody else might think or what some, uh, somebody else might feel or even the way you might think or feel about yourself or the way I might feel and think about myself. No, he is. He says, "Look, this this is the way that God sees you, and the way God feels about you. That your soul, yeah, the thing, the thing that makes you different and unique from other folk. What what makes you stand out? Your personality, just what makes you tick, is is more valuable than the world itself. Isn't it amazing? You and I will spend so much of our life trying to gain things." And really not realize just how important you are, your soul, that, that makes you who you are. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Yes. And so God loves people uh, more than anything. More than the angels. <laughs> more than the animals. More than all of creation. He has made you and I so unique in so many different ways. that let us make man in our image and our likeness. And he did that. And so because of that, you are just so spectacular, you're so marvelous, you're so precious in his eyes. And again, I'll say it again, it doesn't really make any difference what other people f feel and think about you. And our young people really need to hear this and know this and understand this so you not, don't succumb to pressuring, to bullying, to what somebody else might think. What they, you know, what they might, how they might feel about you. It really, don't make no difference at all. It really doesn't. What really matters is how does God feel about you? What are God's thoughts concerning you? And how young people can know and understand that. They can begin to hear from God. They can understand for themselves how God feels about them. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, it's just so exciting. To know and to understand that your children are hearing from God. That your children are speaking to God. And that God is speaking to them. And that they're able to hear his voice. They're able to distinguish his voice from all the other destructive voices all around them. What a tremendous opportunity and a teaching thing for every parent. To not only pray for their children. But also to spend time and to share with them just how special they are and how God feels about them. Mm-hmm. And the fact that God loves them more than anything. Yeah. Yeah, the God of the universe, the one who 
created this whole thing, the one who keeps all this stuff to go together by the power of his word, the one that so loved the whole wide world that he gave up his only begotten son. We're celebrating his birth all during this month, the month of December. Christmas, that's what it's all about. He's the reason for the season. He's the reason why we are celebrating. <laughs> yeah, this time of the year and whatnot. Because so many of us celebrate Christ year-round. Every single day he has become our life. He's become our all in all. And so December is just sort of an add-on. December is just sort of icing on the cake, so to speak, cherry on the top. Uh, but every single day, for all every day of the year, we are just celebrating Christ because we know and understand that God so loved us, so loved you, so loved me, that he was doing something spectacular, doing something marvelous on your behalf and my behalf. In fact, everybody, he didn't leave anybody out. He checked the list twice, not to see who was naughty and nice. He already knew that. But he checked it twice to make sure nobody was missing. Mm-hmm. He had everybody on his mind, had everybody on his list. And so God was in Christ Jesus reconciling the whole world unto himself, not imputing their sins or trespass against them. Why would he do that? Well, because God loves people more than anything. He'd rather die than let them go. He loves you more than anything. He'd rather die than let you go. <clears throat> He'd rather die than let me go. He'd rather die than let your next door neighbor know. He'd rather die than let your enemy go. And when the light comes on in your life, in my life, we will realize that, wait a minute, God loves people more than anything. <clears throat> you and I have this same Spirit in us because we are born of his spirit. We're his offspring. Mm -hmm. And so we find us. We love people more than anything. We don't allow circumstances or things in any way impede whatsoever. In fact, we find that as time go on, this agape love that's in us, this spirit of God that's in us, this Christ that's in us, guess what? Yeah, he begins to move in you and in me so that now we're finding ourselves loving people more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, more than anything. He'd rather die than let them go. He's not going to let them go. That's why Jesus died so that God could be in Christ. I love this. Reconciling the whole world unto himself, everybody has been reconciled <laughs> to God. He's not imputing anybody's sins or trespasses against them whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a marvelous truth? Isn't that good news? Isn't that marvelous news? <laughs> for all men, for everybody, he has no respect to persons, no matter where you might be at, no matter what country you may reside in, no matter what your cultural background may be, no matter what your native lung, tongue might be, your native language makes no difference at all. It makes no difference whether or not you're in church, out of church, never been to church, hate church, 
it don't make any difference who you are. It doesn't make any difference where you come from, what your background is at all. It makes no difference where you are right now. It makes no difference where you will be later on in life. God loves you, period. And he has reconciled you and I together through Jesus Christ. He has not imputed your sins or trespasses against you or me whatsoever. Because there was something spectacular, something unique, something special about Jesus Christ himself. John said, behold the Lamb of God. Yeah, this is God's Lamb. This is God's sacrifice. Yeah, that takes away the sin of the world, doesn't cover it up. No, it doesn't act as if it doesn't exist. No, he, he takes it away. Mm -hmm. He takes your sin away. He takes my sin away. He takes everybody's sins away. And then he says, the appeal is to you and to me. The appeal is to everybody. He said, now come and be reconciled to me. Come and agree with me. Come and sync up with me. Come and be in harmony with me. Mm-hmm. Even the Apostle Paul, his conversion, the Lord said, you can't kick against the pricks always. You can't resist me forever. You've been resisting me because you didn't know who I was, had no idea. You couldn't see me in these people. You couldn't identify me with these persons that you were persecuting. You thought they were your enemies. But in truth, they were me. You counted me as an enemy. When you counted them as an enemy, but guess what? Uh, Jesus said, that doesn't move me. That doesn't disqualify you. It sets you up now to really understand the magnitude of my love towards you, that though you consider me to be your enemy, mm -hmm, I don't consider you that way at all. I'm, I have reconciled you to God. And now I want you, Paul, to be reconciled to me. And I tell you, after that encounter he had with Christ, that's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful and thankful that same thing is available to you and to me, to every a single one of us. We can come to ourselves and realize that, wait a minute, <laughs> God loves his enemies. He blesses those that persecute him that say all matter of evil against him falsely he 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 does love them and guess what i i know that's true because he's working that in me so that now those persons who i at one time considered to be my enemies guess what i'm finding the love of god moving in me and through me to love that person in ways I never thought I could ever. I never thought like that. Never had a disposition like that towards them at all. But now I'm discovering that, yeah, God loves people more than anything. And this love that he has for people that's more than anything is on the inside of me. It's on the inside of you. And that's why Jesus could look at the, those that were listening to him when he was here on the earth. He said, look, I want you to be perfect even as your Father in heaven is perfect. And this perfect is perfect love. This agape love that's in you and in me. Don't bottle it up. Don't block it up. But let it flow. Jesus said it would be like a, like a river of living water gushing up on the inside of you. Gushing up on the inside of me. 
mm-hmm, flowing out of you and flowing out of me. What is this river of water? Well, it's the Spirit of God. It's agape love. It's God himself. It's Jesus Christ himself stirring up in you and in me the reality of who he is. And so it was just such a great time of fellowship as we celebrated 20 years together. We just give God thanks and praise. We could see it. We could sense it. We could taste it. Man, the love that God has shed abroad in our hearts is still there. And guess what? It has grown. And we're just so excited about it. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Are we living inside his love? Yes, we are. We are made in the image and likeness of agape love. We can't help ourselves. That's just who we are. <laughs> 